Hi, I'm Jin. Hi, I'm Stephanie. And welcome to Knowledge Post College, where we talk about life in and after college. For our icebreaker section today, I'd like to ask the question, what would you do if money was not a factor? That's an interesting question because nobody's asked that before. But um, when you mean by money's not a factor and like, what would I do? Do you mean like on a daily basis or like for a career or what? Whenever I ask this question, I just leave it to the interpretation of the person receiving it. But I guess so open ended. Yeah, it's up ended. But I guess if you want specifics, I guess like career, like your daily life. I mean, if money wasn't a factor, I feel like I'd on a daily basis want to either like have my own coffee shop, like. Because I love just, like, making coffee and interacting with people through coffee and stuff. And recently, I actually went to a really cute coffee shop. And it made me think, like, oh, it'd been so cute. Like, if one day I have some, like, some, like, cute kind of coffee shop, like, similar to that. Um, But also, if money wasn't a factor, I feel like I'd also just be traveling a lot. Like, somewhere, some like somewhere in the world who knows where and I've also recently been super into like travel vloggers specifically like Korean Korean travel vloggers that go everywhere from like India to Africa to some like other places in Asia and it made me think like wow as much as I traveled before I haven't traveled everywhere and it makes me want to like travel the world and I feel like um, that would be something I'd do if money wasn't a factor, especially because traveling's very expensive, as me and Stephanie know from our recent trip. And a lot of things can, like, specifically go kind of south with traveling. And I think money can really help with a lot of the problems that you face when traveling. And so that's definitely something that I would be doing if money wasn't a factor. But I will turn the question to you. What would you be doing if money wasn't a factor, Stephanie? Yeah, great answer. I asked this question to a couple people um, when hosting my own meetings. And so many people mentioned like some form of travel in their answer. (laughs) Um, So I guess that goes to show how everyone's itching to travel. But I do know people out there who don't like to travel, which is also interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But if money wasn't a factor for me, I would also put travel in in my answer. I think I shared along the lines that I would like to travel across the world and listen to the stories of the local people and write a book about each of them. Wow, I didn't. I remember you saying the book part actually, but it, it's been a while, so it's like, oh, whoa, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like travel. I like writing, and I like hearing people's stories. So yeah. just adding it all together. Yeah, actually, that's similar to me. Like, I don't know about writing book, but like me watching all these travel vloggers makes me want to like travel the world and like vlog as well because I feel like that's also sort a sort of type of kind of a story and like not necessarily a book but a visual book almost and I've also been really interested like love watching them because with all these people that they meet it's so interesting because like you really get to see the culture and 
like some of the vloggers they like meet random people and then they get so close to them and then they end up like meeting their family and really like experiencing the the place that they're at like kind of like more what do you call it like more within the culture instead of like seeing just the hot spots of like the what do you call it touristy attractions you know what I mean like not just seeing the touristy attractions but really living um how normal people live in the country that they visit and that's something really special and I feel like I've also just like only done the touristy things you know not necessarily Mm. live part of the culture except for like London when I was like studying abroad because I lived there for a couple months you know and that's something that you can't really do while working nine to five um or at least it's really hard to so that's definitely something that I would do and that's really interesting it's interesting that a lot of people are like do some sort of traveling as well yeah but makes sense (laughs) everyone's like really into it but I also know people who aren't into it so that's also interesting yeah I'm curious though like um when you mentioned like those people who are not interested in travel like what has been the response for them that they'd want to do without if money wasn't a factor you know what there's this one person who told me that he would just move out into the middle of nowhere and not necessarily be a farm but like just kind of have a piece of land of his own and live a very simple lifestyle so like in nature yeah kind of that's interesting kind of like having his own farm but yeah he said (laughs) Um, but just kind of like having his own little place in the world and not caring about like a big metropolitan city nearby Mm. because you have to make money and everything having peace and quiet that seems nice the ones you read in like the medieval days maybe (laughs) yeah going back to the good old times yeah yeah now that we're done for our icebreaker let's get into our season two episode one where we'll be discussing our 2021 reflections and 2022 resolutions so let's reflect on 2021 um can you share with me some of your highlights of the past year yeah i feel like there was so many that um i'm grateful for and so many highlights to kind of talk about but I'll just kind of go in order and feel free to chime in whenever there's something that you want to add on to my highlights. But my first one that I thought of since we are recording together is all the fun trips that we had together. And I think it really started with our SF trip in February for Galentine's Day because we were lonely and we wanted to spend it together. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. Um, and that was like a whole week and that was a pretty good time, you know, considering we were working and luckily we were both work from home. So that was um, like available to us. And that really kind of started off all our trips this year. And I'm kind of genuinely very thankful for that trip that started it all. And then we went to Hawaii, which was obviously so, so much fun and like grateful that we even have a vlog together, like on our YouTube channel that we can always look back towards. And our Vegas trip, which is our most recent one. And then there's obviously in between like some sprinkles of the other ones. But I think those three are kind of what really stood out to me. But those were so much fun and definitely some highlights for 2021. And I'd like to mention that I also was really thankful that I was able to get vaccinated this year. Um, and I'm also fully boosted as well. So I'm very thankful that we kind of had that 
available to us and kind of allowed us to be more, you know, be able to hang out with other friends and, you know, kind of take a step from 2021 or 2020 where we were kind of quarantined for majority of it. So very thankful for that. And then I feel like 2021 was a great time post-grad to really get close closer with my family, which is always nice. And I think kind of bringing that bond back um of how it was before I went to college because I feel like in college I was pretty busy and I was always constantly just in SB so I think being at home and really helped me get closer with my family and make more memories and go on trips together so that was really fun and memorable um I'd also say I kind of learned more about work-life balance and stepping out of my comfort zone in terms of work and career and so I think that's very important and I know that that was something that I wanted to work on last year and that was um, something that I wanted kind of my resolutions for 2021 so I'm happy that I kind of worked on it and I'm at a happy place but I do think it's something that I'll have to continuously work on throughout the rest of my career honestly um, I learned to be more independent and um, that's something that I'm like pretty proud of I've always been an independent person but I think I really worked on it this year and then I'd like to continue working on it next year as well um, I've kind of built new friendships and learned to be a good friend this year. I think post-grad, a lot of people have kind of hard times figuring out their relationships and friendships because, you know, your friends from college are kind of everywhere and maybe you've kind of drifted apart from your high school friends, but you come back to your hometown and that's kind of all you have. And then also trying to meet new people. But where do you meet people now if you don't meet them in like classes or like you know, clubs from college, like that's what I was used to. And so I kind of am thankful for all the new friendships that I made throughout the year. And I kind of learned what it meant to be a good friend, especially kind of balancing friendships with work and career. It's kind of hard because everyone has a different schedule. So I've kind of learned to be thankful for everyone who makes time for me. And I feel like I'm surrounded by good people that appreciate my time as well. And I think that's not always the easiest to find so I'm very grateful for that um I think this year I really learned how to spend my money and kind of budgeting I realize everyone spends their money differently and I don't think there's ever a right type of way to spend your money because everyone has their own perspective but I've kind of learned how to balance um you know, kind of savings and then spending it for personal reasons and then all those other spendings that I need to do with my adulting. So I learned how to spend my money. And I think budgeting also kind of is different month to month or every year. So I'm just kind of am learning to budget better as days go on as well and for the next year. And I think this year I also found or really learn how to find happiness in the mundane and everyday routine. It's really hard to find something exciting in the everyday when, you know, every day is so same, like so similar. But I think um, my happiness was like making a new cup of coffee or exploring a coffee shop or um, going to yoga. Like those were the small happiness that I found in everyday routine. And I think it's important for everyone to be able to find that. So I'm glad that I found it and I want to continue implementing it um, every day in my new year. And then I kind of mentioned yoga earlier, 
like right before, but I think I'm very happy that I found a very good workout that I like and that's yoga for me. And so maybe I'll switch because I am getting kind of bored with yoga because I've been doing it for a while, but I am glad that I found yoga and um, I think it was, it's like any good workout, it's good to implement because, you know, it's good to stay active, but also it really helps with my management of stress. So I'm happy that I found it. And I think those conclude my 2021 highlights, but I'll toss it to you. I want to hear some of your 2021 highlights that you have from the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Some highlights um, that overlapped, but some also that did not. I actually took a different approach. I like re-listened to my portion of last year's um, 2020 reflections, 2021 resolutions. And there was a part where I like kind of tried to predict how 2021 would go. And I thought it'd be interesting to kind of list out the things I predicted and what actually ended up happening. Um, That's funny. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Well, I think in in 2021, one of my resolutions um, was to find a a good job or something around the lines. And I don't know why I said that actually in that podcast because I already had a job at the time. Yeah, I was kind of confused. Um, I was like, don't you already have your job right now? (laughs) I think I was talking about um, in 2020, I was hopeful to finding a a good job. Um, But looking back at it, at the end of that episode, I was also sharing about how um, I was confidently not at ease with my day-to-day because I was very, very busy um, and I was always on go, go, go mode um, on the weekdays and I would put so much, um, I guess, of my my hopes and relaxation on the weekends. Like weekends were so precious at that time for me last year. Not that weekends are not precious now. Weekends are still very precious now. But I remember I had a huge emphasis on weekends back then. And I would actually even feel kind of like anxious and, and like upset at on Sundays. <laughs> um, the Sunday scaries. Not that I don't get them anymore. But um, yeah, I, I think I was just like talking about that. I was confidently not at ease um, in in work-life balance and now that I'm looking back at how I am feeling today in 2022 I actually feel quite at ease I wouldn't say I'm like you know nothing nothing passes by me nothing phases me I'm not at that mode of enlightenment quite yet but I will say that I'm not as on go 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 and anxiety mode um which is very interesting because I didn't think I would reach this moment of I guess, I don't know. I wouldn't say enlightenment, but this moment of peace in my mind, because I've always been very go, go, go in my life until this past year. Um, It's been nice kind of having that balance between work and and life, um, as people say, very important work-life balance. So that has been my highlight. And adding on to that with work-life balance, um, something else that I foresaw in my 2021 that I mentioned was actually seeing a lot of my family and neighborhood friends and I said perhaps Jin. I didn't say for sure Jin um, because I was being very realistic, as the realistic in me as say. she always is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? At, at 2021, January, I was not vaccinated. I would not think I was going to get on a plane. No one was traveling at that time. So me was like, at that podcast, I was saying, like, I see myself seeing a lot of, you know, neighborhood friends and SF and family and only perhaps Jin, um, which goes on to the highlight of 2021, 
which was actually we ended up going on a decent amount of trips considering COVID and considering like post-grad life and like not living near each other. Long distance friendship, which is always really hard. That is indeed hard. Um, and I'm, I'm surprised at how many trips we ended up making up happen. It was like kind of like once a quarter almost. Yeah, so pretty good. But I'd, like, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. And I think with every um, every trip, because like time goes by so fast when you're an adult, it actually just like feels like time barely passed. Even though like each time we see each other, it's like three, four months in between. Um, so that was a highlight, just going on like a ton of different like trips and reuniting with Jen, even though like sometimes we're just like going into the same places. It's just nice to have um, those conversations. And I feel like we just talk about so many things yeah. endlessly. Um, and I don't know how that happens um so that was another one of my my highlights and as I foresaw I said a lot of family time which is true that is exactly how 2021 happened a lot of family time and like something that you touched upon as well just getting back close to your family in a different way now that you're kind of back home and like not in between breaks um from UCSB because I feel like back then I would be home as well for like winter or spring break but it felt very, like, rushed in a way whenever I was back home. Like, we would just, like, go to, like, San Jose and do all these things um, and, like, going out for dinner and then it was time for me to go back to school again. And, like, very, very rushed hangouts with family in a way. Not a lot of time to just kind of sit down and talk. And I feel like um, the past year is, in a way, kind of, like, restoring the relationship I had before I left, but also creating a new form of relationship with my family. I don't know how to quite define that, but it's this new adulthood relationship with them where like I came back and I kind of accepted my place in the family and the need to be present, but at the same time defining that I'm not the same person that I was um, four years ago before I left. And I kind of, you know, am independent <laughs> at the same time. So that has been very interesting. And nowadays, uh, my parents will always be my parents and I'll always be their child. But it's kind of nice kind of living as a young adult in the household now with them yeah. while being present. I think the different relationship is definitely the hardest part because it's like, oh, like you feel grown, you're independent. But like sometimes your parents still think you're like, you know, a baby to them, and you'll always be a baby to them, but it's, like, kind of establishing those boundaries and kind of showing how you're a young adult with responsibilities, and you can manage those responsibilities, but then at the same time, like, you know, trying to gain respect in terms of that, but then also knowing that you'll always be their baby, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, the past few days, um, one day I was, like, making um, lemon, honey lemon water, my mom was like, what are you making? And I was like, honey lemon water. And she was like, why? I was like, oh, you know, my throat's kind of sore. That's what you got to do when your throat's kind of sore. Um, and I think she wanted to take on that responsibility. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. I can make honey lemon water. <laughs> it's like little things like that where it kind of shows like, you know, that kind of growth um, in relationship and in person. I'll always, you know, want to want them to baby me. But at the same time, like, it was just kind of a small moment that showed like you know I'm no longer there yeah different dynamic different Mm -hmm. dynamic um okay yeah with that being said I also foresaw my 2021 with a lot of um neighborhood friends which is true um and it has been a highlight to be able to catch up with Ashley one of my like childhood best friends since 
kindergarten I've been seeing her like weekly and not so much lately but pretty much like on a weekly occurrence on our walks and that has been a good um highlight of my 2021 but at the same time a lot of my like friends from different walks of my life actually ended up moving to SF which was kind of surprising to me thinking back it's, it shouldn't be that surprising I know it's like, pretty metropolitan it's, <laughs> yeah I didn't think they moved during COVID though maybe that's another like thing but yeah a lot of them ended up um, moving into SF and I was able to catch up with a lot of friends at different walks in my life so that was nice I there are some people I never thought I would see again so soon like Diana who I met when I was studying abroad and she's like actually from the UK I thought I'd see her the next time I visit London but I ended up seeing her in SF which was another highlight um just kind of being able to reconnect with friends in a different light So in short, how I summarized and reflected on my predictions of 2021, um, I predicted to be catching up with um, family and neighborhood friends, which was a highlight, but I ended up catching up with Jin and our trips, which was a big, big highlight of my life. I predicted that I would be not at ease with my day-to-day, just knowing my myself and my go, go, go mode and where I was a year ago, really working until like, 8 9 p.m and to kind of reflect back now a year and that I'm not working till 8 9 p.m sometimes I even log up at 4 30 p.m and that um work-life balance and confidence shift has really made my life for the better so that is a big big highlight and I think that's why I was able to go on those trips and hang out with those friends and family because I was able to finally establish that work-life balance in my life we love growth We do indeed. Wow. Well, I loved hearing both of our 2021 highlights and it was just filled with a lot of good memories, but I would love to learn more about your 2022 goals or resolutions you had in mind and whether they're similar or different to the ones that you had before. Um, Would you like to share some of them? So... I would like to kick off with, I like to start with lifestyle habits um, and routines, not so much goals, because I feel like goals are very, I guess, concrete. And if I don't necessarily meet that concrete specificness, I feel kind of upset. So I'm going to go by my 2022 new routines in life to go and follow by. Another thing, actually, is something that I was connecting with someone um, close to me He said that goals aren't really goals until you tell someone about it because it holds you accountable. So I'm going to rework that and say routines aren't really routines until you tell someone about it because it holds you accountable. Because you could have a a goal or routine in your mind. And I guess if you don't tell anyone about it, not that you should tell everyone about every little thing you want to do in life. It's so easy to just dismiss um, and let it fly by. So here I am vocalizing these things. Um, that holds me accountable because just like I yeah. listened back on um, what I had hoped for myself last year, and I actually do have the goals that I talked about in the last year's podcast, um, and looking back at what I didn't end up doing, um, that holds me accountable. So I hope yeah. the things that I'm about to share with you all today, and if I don't end up doing it next year, shame on me. But okay, let it goes on. Wait, your your comment like really brought me into thinking. This is like really off tangent, but... Um, 
like sometimes like some of my family members or like my friends are like oh how come like you don't share like so much about your life or whatever but then I'm kind of those people like I don't like to tell everything before I know everything's solid because I think sometimes like things can change you know your thoughts can change plans can change so I really hold my words like into value and I think like if you say something you kind of have to be responsible for it you know and be accountable for what you said and so I feel like sometimes I hold back into saying everything unless I know for sure it's a hundred percent and I know you're like that too maybe you're a little more on the extreme (laughs) side than I am as well but I feel like that's why we're so similar you know and I feel like your quote like really it's kind of you know different but also similar and I feel like that's also similar with the goals like you said you know you don't say things until like you you know I mean it doesn't mean anything unless you tell someone because then you'll be counted accountable for it so really made me think about my values and how we're similar with that as well but yeah yeah no I definitely agree um that is how I live life by as well and um there are these people that are like, you got to speak things into existence. And I think that's why I don't really speak things into existence. Because what if it doesn't end up existing? Mm, yeah. Okay. Off tangent. Anyways, off tangent. Okay. Back, back, to back, to, I, yeah. back, back to what I, I wrote down. So some people have like 22 goals because that's the year count. I don't have 22 listed. I'm just going to go over my top five this year as it has already started is live a healthier lifestyle and what that translates to is actually like I said branches of different things and living a healthier lifestyle to me um, that I can work on number one is eating at 8 p.m so I don't know how much y'all know but I eat very late um, Did you? like 9 30 10 p.m late so I, I'm at 11. Sometimes really not that often 11. Oh. Sometimes 11. <laughs> like 10, 10. 9, 30, 10 is like a good average time. And I'm going to be realistic here. I don't think I can go from 9, 30, 10 to like 6, 30 p.m. That's, that's too big of a jump for me. So I'm going to start with 8 p.m. We love realistic. Realistic. Um, and another part um, that can add on to this routine of living a healthier lifestyle is um, seeing seeing a doctor at least once a year, once or half a year, even if nothing's wrong, just as a checkup. I feel like growing up, um, I only ever went to the doctor whenever I was sick and like needed meds and never really for a regular checkup, um, which is a bad mindset for me to have. I think it's always good to just kind of check in to see what is going on. And if things, nothing is going bad, that's great. You, you checked in. And if, um, you know, something hasn't been bad yet, but like a premonition, that's also good. I'm not going to share two specifics of my health records, but I ended up going for a checkup in November. And, you know, I got some premonitions. Um, they're not things that happened yet, but I could be on the road to happening. And that tells me that I need to change certain things in my lifestyle. That was good for me to know. But moving forward, I should do those checkups more often, not only when I need them. Okay. So that was the first one, just living a healthier lifestyle. Second practice that I want to um, implement into my 2022 is to continue finding meaning and purpose in, in the work I do. And this one, I'm specifically talking about career and professions. 
So I'm not going to get too in depth um, about the backstory, but I would say over the past few months, I was dealing with some workplace politics and that kind of like left me complacent and stagnant um, in a sense that sometimes I would just like, you know, prefer to go with the flow and and get my day done with. Um, So when I first started 2021, actually taking a big step back, I kind of like workplace politics happens everywhere. I don't think any place is perfect. But when it happened in like January, February, I still found a way to kind of go against the current and and feel motivated in the work I do, despite the people that I was having politics with. I was still very, very inspired by the work I do. Fast forward to like more on the September, October, November time workplace politics still existed but I found myself less motivated to go against the current I felt less inspired about the work I do and honestly I just wanted to end the work day (laughs) Um, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing like if anything I also am not ashamed of what I did because it gave me more time to just rest at like 5 p.m but I think for this new year um, I do want to find some more of the inspiration that I may have lost and maybe it's a good balance of both like some days I'm gonna just want to end the day as is and and not go against the current and other days I want to continue feeling motivated and inspired despite what someone says to me Um, because I don't like feeling uninspired in the work I do number three um, which is to be open-minded but intentional about the people I bring into my life Um, and this could be like people that are negative but also even people that are nice um to me I want to be very intentional about who I bring in and let me just kind of define what that what that meant at first um this past year I was able to kind of reconnect with a lot of old friends but also meet new people um being very open-minded about meeting new people these days in COVID world but Something I learned was that, um, well, there are some people that probably did not deserve my attention. <laughs> um, that's that's the bad people. Like, I probably should not have wasted my time trying to follow up with some people. Let's leave that behind. But then there were also some genuinely nice people in my life that I met this year. Um, but I just did not click with these people. And I found myself forcing myself to meet up with some people just because they invited me and that they're nice people and I would not have anything to say I would have to like kind of in a way pre-plan and pre-prep myself or go into like zoom sessions with people that I honestly don't think I had a lot of things to talk about but just out of I didn't want to hurt you know their feelings for inviting me to to chat or catch up so You know, time is precious. Um, I'm not saying time is too precious to not catch up with anyone, but I definitely want to find a middle ground of being intentional. Um, One, being open-minded to people that come into my life, but also to being intentional about, you know, who I end up spending my my time with. Number four, same as last year, be a more present family member. Um, Sometimes I feel like I'm very present and sometimes I feel like I'm very just inactive here and just here to sleep and that's not good so I want to have a fine balance of both a more present family member um, a contributor you know a better um, daughter and sister and you know because family is one thing that's going to stay with you for mostly the rest of your life so I think it's something you know I can always continue working on 
And it's something I don't want to take for granted. I feel like on the days that I was very not active here, um, I feel like I was taking taking their presence for granted at some points. And, you know, I don't want to do that. And the last thing, number five, um, which is to continue upgrading my my financial literacy. Um, I think that's something I can always always work on. And upgrading my financial literacy today helps my life. And I think eventually it's going to help um, – my future family's life so it just continues continues holding and those are my five practices that was so nice loved hearing that well I actually took a different approach um from you and also from me last year and I kind of just broke it down to um daily weekly monthly yearly I also don't have like solid quote-unquote resolutions or goals it's more things I want to work on every day and so that's why I kind of broke it down the way I did and so I'll first off start with daily. So in 2022, in the daily kind of routine, like you mentioned, I want to be able to find a solid routine again. I think at the beginning of 2021, I had a really solid routine that I did every single day. And I even filmed a YouTube video about it on our channel. And that actually lasted a really long time. But I think slowly as 2021 kind of shifted, um, I also kind of, started losing the habits like one by one and then the routines kind of shifted and so I want to be able to bring it back and find a solid routine again whether that's the same routine that I had before just finding a new habit and um, routine this year but whether whatever it is I want to bring it back and I think building a solid routine really helps me I don't know have a happier way of starting the day and so I just would love to bring that back and in the daily, I want to be drinking at most one caffeine drink. I'm actually pretty good at this, um, but there are days, you know, where I kind of just go over my limit, and I do love my caffeine drink, so it is kind of a hard temptation. But throughout 2020 and 2021, I've kind of recognized that I don't do very well when I'm drinking too much mm-hmm. caffeine at once. I get really anxious, and I don't think that's good, so... I And it's also not really good for my health. And so I definitely want to keep in mind of that. And so really be limiting the number of drinks that I have. And I want to be drinking more water. Also pretty good at this, but you want to continue. Yeah, I want to really continue bad at that. You are. You're That's really going to add in it. my health routine. I think you do. I think you need to re- um, add it in. But yeah, I want to keep doing it. If anything, drink more water, you know. But I think... I, the only sucky part is I do go to the restroom a lot because I have a small indeed. bladder. I don't. <laughs> but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, I want to take more vitamins. Um, my family's really good at taking vitamins. I suck at, like, taking vitamins and, like, remembering to as well. And so I want to bring that habit in in 2022, especially in, in the pandemic that we are. It's really important to be taking all the nutrients and supplements that you need for your body. So I want to be doing that. I want to stop looking at my phone before bed. Um, I did have a slight routine in 2021 where I was reading before I went to bed. And then obviously as time went by, it kind of went, it was like less and less. And then it just became watching YouTube videos before bed again. But I want to kind of lower my screen time because I've noticed that Every day, I'm just, like, looking at my phone, and then at work, I'm looking at my laptop, and then and then for my hobby, I'm looking at my iPad, and then back to my phone, and I feel like I'm constantly surrounded by screens, so I need to kind of lower my screen time and do other things, especially before bed. 
Um, I want to bring back journaling and praying. I also kind of lost those habits throughout 2021. So I want to bring it back. And I love being able to reflect and do all those things. So it's a really good habit to have. So I want to bring it back. I this is a recent thing, but I've been snacking a lot recently at the towards the end of 2021. And I love snacking. I think it's something that I'll never stop doing. But I think recently I've noticed that I just kind of snack for no reason and out of boredom. And I think I want to be more intentional with what I'm taking because, you know, sometimes when I snack too much, I literally physically feel ill. So and I don't think that's good. So I want to be more intentional with the type of food as well and snacks that I'm taking in. And I want to make my bed every day. Also very good at this, um, <laughs> but just something I want to continue. And then being able to sleep early, which um, towards the end, it got kind of later. I mean, for you, compared to Stephanie, it's very early because I think the latest I sleep is like 12, 1 p.m. a.m. Um, but usually I used to go to sleep by like 9, 30, 10 p.m. What do you guys say, Stephanie? Hey, well, and you're pretty good at that. Too. Did you notice I didn't put that in my health routine? I know I can eat earlier, but I know I cannot sleep <laughs> earlier. So I'm not going to commit myself That's to something so I cannot funny. do. Well, we love the rea- realistic mindset of that. But I mean, for me, I would love to bring back my sleeping early habits again and be a grandma, you know, go to bed by 9 30, 10 p.m. Because I, I love the feeling of like waking like getting a good night's sleep and waking up early as well but like, I think I mentioned this way back before but I'm like both a night owl and an early bird so it's really hard to find that balance because I at nighttime I want to stay up and do all these things because I get energetic and like have the energy to do so much but I love waking up early and like doing like having my routines and doing all that so it's hard but I want to become more of an early bird than night owl so trying to shift that Okay, now going to weekly. So every week, I want to be able to go at least to at least three workout classes. For me right now, it's yoga, but who knows if, you know, my workout classes will change. But I love staying active, and I really think that it helps me personally with a lot of stress levels and managing stress, especially when I work a nine-to-five job. So I want to continue doing those habits and I want to find time to do some fun activities whether that's painting drawing making crafts etc I mean me and Stephanie whenever we were in college we had like painting nights and all that and I I really stopped doing like craft nights and stuff at all yeah so I really want to bring that in and do that at least once a week and I think that's something I can do even like after work you know I just need to block out time for it so I want to bring that back. I want to catch up with at least one friend a week. I feel like that's doable, whether that's a different friend, the same friend, it doesn't matter. But I love like having to spend time with friends and blocking out my time for them because I know that's important. And I want to spend quality time with family. And I say quality time because... You know, I live with family, so I see them every day. But, you know, sometimes we're just, like, sitting on the couch doing nothing. And, you know, I think it's important to block out specific Mm -hmm. time to spend quality time, whether that's watching a movie together, which my family likes to do a lot, Um, watching a TV show together or going out to eat lunch or going out to eat dinner or doing an activity together. Like, I want to spend quality time with them. And I think that's how I build, you know, solid memories that I can look back on as well. And then every week I want to be able to clean up my space because for me, what I look at is kind of my, I don't know, when I have a clean 
space, I feel better and happier. So, you know, sometimes throughout the week it can get messy. So I just would love to clean up my space every week. Going to monthly goals. Sorry, this is really long, but monthly goals. (laughs) I want to be able to finish at least one book a month. I said I wanted to read more books last year. And guess how many books I read? I think I read a solid two books. Yeah. How'd you know? What the heck? I think because you told me about those two books. I started a ton of books this year and I'm still starting a book that I'm like 80% almost done. But like I haven't fully finished. Maybe that's also another goal because sometimes like my thing is like I hate starting something new when I haven't finished something and I feel like sometimes like maybe it's okay to just start a new book you know and then you can come back to it but anyways I want to be able to read more books finish more books and so I think once a month it's doable to finish at least once one book and I think going back to that habit of like not looking at my phone before bed I would love to read a book before bed so yeah every month finish one book um, I want to clean out my closet. I noticed that my closet gets, like, really messy, and um, there's a lot of clothes that I don't end up wearing a lot. So I love to just clean out my closet and kind of donate all the things that I need to throw out some old clothes, you know, make sure that I'm using my closet space as necessary. Every month, I would love to take myself on a solo date. I think um, – I did a great job in 2021 spending time with family and carving out, ta- carving out time to spend with other people. But I stopped taking myself on solo dates because I've kind of, you know, working nine to five, I'm like, oh, I always like am by myself, you know, like I, maybe I don't need to carve out time for myself. And I think when I was in high school, I actually took more myself more on solo dates. <laughs> but I love doing that and it makes me really feel good. So I think it's important to carve out time for yourself as well. And so I would love to take myself on solo dates more, specifically every month. Um, In a yearly basis, you mentioned this, but I want to go check up with a doctor as well. I think I need to switch my mindset in that like um, a hospital or somewhere to get checked up on is because is only necessary when I see problems, but I think I need to switch the mindset that, you know, you need to go to check up to see whether you have problems or not. And if you don't, that's great. But, you know, it's you need to have prevent those from happening instead of, like, pushing it to the last minute to find out that it's too late, you know. So checking up on my doctor. I want to be able to go on a vacation with a friend or family at least once a year. You know, I kind of like doing kind of trips monthly, but – I think what I mean by vacation is kind of more of a meaningful or longer mm-hmm. vacation. So I would love to do that at least once a year. And then on a yearly basis, one is, last one, last but not least, is go on a date with a boy. Because I mm-hmm. have not been on one in a really, 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 really long time. And because, I mean, I kept saying in 2021 that I was open, but I don't think I was actually open. I was pretty close-minded. And I think I did. I still had things I had to deal with emotionally and mentally and everything but I think that really I figured it out at the end of 2021 and I moved past it and I'm at such a good place right now and so realistically I think I could do at least once one date this year right yeah 365 maybe a little less because it's the ninth right now but (laughs) (laughs) but one one is manageable yeah yeah one is manageable yeah but I would love to do that and I think I've only been on one too yeah yeah. I think I, we talked about this. I think me and Stephanie were like, yeah. we're going to do at least one because me and Stephanie both are like people. Well, one, we love to meet 
people organically and I think that's really hard in the COVID times and so we kind of reached out to doing more online and things like that but we're also kind of picky with who we want to talk to. As we should. Yeah as we should because you know I'll and people not only talk to but like meet up with you know and I don't picky yeah even more picky yeah because yeah everyone has their own kind of different I know boundaries with all of that and I think it's important to keep your boundaries as it is because no one should have to change that for you but I would love to be more open and go on one physical date you know outside outside outside. (laughs) but that is it for me is there anything you wanted to add on to my resolutions no I liked hearing all of it I I think um some of them I'm probably going to leverage in my overarching routines um and especially the last yeah. one. Maybe I'll do one one year this year as well. Mm-hmm. At least I love. Mm-hmm. I love that we went on different approaches, but somehow we both ended up doing like more routines rather than like solid resolutions. And I think that's that's pretty healthy because I feel like back in the day I used to do like resolutions, and that the good thing about it is get, it gets you motivated to like start off like doing all of that. But then I feel like with resolutions, at least for me personally, it doesn't last long. You know, like if I have specific goals, like I'm gonna sleep by 10 p.m. every day. You know, like once I don't do it for one day, I'm gonna be like, oh well, I already like I already messed up my resolutions. So I don't have to do it for the rest of the week or whatever so I feel like with routines you know it's okay if you mess up once or twice or you know how many times but if you have routines like you can go back to it you know it's not like you have to do this every single day and I guess there's no pressure with it yeah I think like hard specific goals like I don't know like thinking about the school like I want a 4.0 this quarter Mm -hmm. I guess now in like um life adult life world it'd be like I want to get a promotion this year. Mm-hmm. Not that you shouldn't. You should definitely work towards getting a promotion. But I think, like, so hard, articulate, specific goals like that, if I don't end up getting it at the end of the year, I just feel kind of upset. Um, I agree. So I like having more kind of, like, general routine freedom. practice. Freedom. Yeah. Flexibility. Flexibility. what I look for. Because life should be a flexible life. It shouldn't be, like, one way or no way. Yeah. And I think with, you know, routines, it's okay as things shift and change, you know, and throughout the years, like, you're going to be a different person, you know, as days goes on. And so maybe the person that was writing those resolutions aren't the same person in the middle of the year, you know, and so you don't want to like, look back and feel bad about it. It's okay, you know, things change. But with routines, it'll give you like a solid outline of what you want the year to look like, you know. I agree. Well, I think that was the end of our season two, episode one. Thanks for tuning into our Knowledge Plus College podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more about us, we have new content every Thursday. So be sure to check out our Instagram, YouTube, and blog, which is also at Knowledge Plus College. You can now support Knowledge Plus College via Anchor Payments starting at 99 cents a month. And chat to you next Thursday. And have a happy, healthy, and and prosperous prosperous year. year.